Hi there, Genevieve here. This is Parenting Grit, faith-filled real talk about family life, the ups, the downs, and everything in the middle. In this episode, we hear some fantastic strategies for maintaining peace in a busy household from the wonderful Clay family. Welcome to Parenting Grit. In this episode, we have some great friends with us, Felicity and Brant Clay. Hi, guys. Hi. Good to have you here. And these guys have got some of the most beautiful kids. They're really enjoyable to be around. And so we're looking forward to gleaning some wisdom from how they have crafted such a great family. So we'd love for you to briefly introduce yourselves, guys. Okay. Hi, everyone. We have been married for 12 years and we have three daughters. Our eldest is nine, our middle is seven, and our youngest is five. Felicity and I both work full-time at an independent school. I work in admissions and Felicity is a kindy teacher. Sounds so like a busy fun. house. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very good. And Brant's a little bit outnumbered. Yeah, a little bit outnumbered. <laughs> Four females. Do you have any male pets or anything to bounce no. things out? No. I've got a oh. pet yabby, but that's it's a, a female. <laughs> it's, it's a girl as well. well. <laughs> oh, dear. Sorry, Brian. <laughs> so we want to talk about peace tonight. And uh, why do you guys see peace as being valuable in your home? There's definitely no denying it. We are living in a busy, fast-paced world. Um, yeah. When I first went back to full-time work three years ago, I was working full t- uh, sorry, part-time previously and being a stay-at-home mum. We as a family faced a massive adjustment. Yeah. I was finding my feet working full-time and for those teachers out there, you would know that teaching is actually not a nine-to-five job. It's much more. <laughs> Definitely not. Um, so I'd often work late and come home. We'd do our nightly routine with the girls and as soon as they were asleep, I was back to work. On the weekends, there was often more work to do. We'd also have to try and fit in our weekly housework and throw in a few kids' parties here and there and church every Sunday. There really wasn't any free time. And it wasn't long before stress started to build in our home. Sorry, lots of tiredness. <laughs> um, so peace in our home was actually a distant memory. So really, to answer your question, Genevieve, without peace in our home, when we felt how that felt, we realised how important it really is to have peace. Yeah. Yeah. So that lack of peace kind of drove you to go, okay. I've got to do something about this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> enough's enough. Totally. Oh, that's, that's great that you like realise that. It's very good. Okay, so next question for you guys. What have you put in place as a result of the stress, that the non-peaceful nature of your home, given the changes? What things did you put in place and what to do to create and maintain peace? So we found as parents, peace in our home starts with us. Yeah. It's hard to maintain peace in our homes when we're not ourselves filled with peace. Mm. So we believe our relationship and faith in God is paramount. Felicity and I both have our own personal time with God, which involves regular moments throughout the week to read the Bible and spend time in worship. That's great. As we all know, parenting is a tough gig, Mm -hmm. and our children unfortunately don't come with instruction manuals. (laughs) Which is a shame. It would be nice if they did. (laughs) It would. (laughs) But... As we are fortunate, we have the Holy Spirit to help guide us and inspire us in our parenting journey. Yeah. So when, as parents, we are filled with God's peace, we have the ability to bring peace to those around us, and especially our children. Mm. Yeah. So we have tried to have moments with God as part of our day. As a family, we pray in the car on the way to school, 
about the day ahead. At the end of the day, we pray as a family as part of our bedtime, bedtime routine. When we do this, everyone has a chance to pray. We also pray something we're thankful for in the day and for each other. That's awesome. Mm, really and lastly, we as a couple um, pray together before bed. Mm. So in our home, we have praise and worship songs playing regularly. And it's our hope that we are establishing foundations for our girls that they'll use in their lifetime. Yeah, yeah. that's great. That's really good. So as well as the spiritual aspects that Brant's talked about, there are four practical strategies um, that we've used to establish peace in our home. And I do wish that it was as easy as just lighting candles and listening to calm music. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> a little bit harder than that. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Each day we make an intentional decision to use four main strategies, True. and they are routines, expectations, preparation, and organisation. And alone these strategies might seem insignificant, but actually together they build um, peace in our home. Yep. So one of the first and most important strategies we use, and it's always actually played a part in our parenting even before we both started working full-time, is the idea of routines. Yep. And I actually know you've already discussed that in some of your parenting podcasts. <laughs> Establishing sure, routines, good idea. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be uh, featured again um, highly likely too. That's because children benefit from routines. It mm. provides them with things that are familiar and it gives them a sense of security, especially in what seems like a very unpredictable world, yeah. um, 2020. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> routines give them a sense of predictability in their, in their lives and it helps them to establish a sense of belonging and unity and it, that in turn brings a sense of peace. Yeah. Mm. Sometimes with routines it's easy to feel like it needs to be regimented, a bit like the military, you know, where we're kind of standing over our children, lording over them, demanding they listen to every command we give them. Wouldn't that be nice if that worked? <laughs> <laughs> look, we have used that strategy at times. And look, they do complete the tasks sometimes, but there's no peace and joy yeah. um, in that. And we've kind of established some different strategies to help us with our routine. So the first thing we do is we try to be as much as we can fully present with our children. Mm. Now that we're working full time, it just means that the time we actually have with our kids is more precious than ever. And we want to make the most of, of the time we have each day. Mm. However, life still needs to happen. So our mornings before school and afternoons are filled with routines and daily jobs. And no one really benefits when these routines are always hurried or they feel mundane. So instead, we've aimed to make the most of these mundane experiences by turning them into fun, adding joy. And sometimes this is hard after a long day at work and it often requires us to be disciplined and not let our feelings dictate our actions. So we do things like adding dance and songs, silly voices and humour to our routines, try to remove screen time from our Mondays to Thursdays just to remove some of that noise in our kids' lives and in our lives. During our routines, we're always talking to our girls about their days and helping them to feel valued and heard. And we always aim to make sure that everyone gets a turn to share, especially as there's some people in our house that like to talk more than others. <laughs> yes, sometimes <laughs> I, I used to think a ticket system would help, yes, you know, take right. a ticket, Pick you Pick take a turn. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so when we're doing our routines, we always encourage our children to be active and equal participants mm -hmm. and we do encourage independence in our girls and we ask, um, encourage them to use their initiative too. So we're focusing on us working as a team and we're just giving our girls meaningful feedback too when we see that they're participating or helping each other. That's beautiful. I really like that. That's great. 
I like the silly voices. Sometimes <laughs> you can really lighten a mood, can't yeah, you, just definitely. by changing yeah. your tone and your delivery. That's great, guys. Cool. Brant's great at accents, so that always brings oh, a little laugh good. here and there. I won't do one. Oh, come on. Um, So expectations is our next strategy and we've always been firm believers in giving expectations that are clear. So before each routine, even if it's the same routine from yesterday and the day before and the day before that, (laughs) we always give a brief outline of our expectations just to set those boundaries for our girls. So an example of this is on the way home from school, after they've had a nice big play at our school playground, I remind the girls of the expectations when we get home. Every day this happens. When we get home, you need to sort your bag out, lunch boxes, and get ready for a shower. They know it, and it's so ingrained that they are often telling me the expectations, but we always cover it each day because they know what I expect um, when we do that. In our house, we use sarcasm, and I know that's not actually something that's recommended for children. um, (laughs) We're fortunate to have girls that share our same sarcastic humour, so sometimes Mm. my expectations might sound like this. All right, when you get home, just leave your bags in the middle of the floor. Yep, leave those lunch boxes there. Take as long as you want to get ready for the shower. Yes, play with as many toys as possible. They're often the first to tell us tell me that that's actually not what we're supposed to do. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, well, we're very big on a bit of uh, sarcasm, sass and wit in our house. Totally. So, yeah, I think that sounds awesome. <laughs> brings joy to the afternoon. It does. So lastly, organisation and preparation play an important part in establishing peace in our home. When organising our routines, we've learnt to lengthen the time period we'd like tasks to be completed. So, for instance, we just found simply starting our nightly routine a bit earlier allowed for a bit more of a peaceful flow to our night. When there's a short amount of time before the next routine, the time constraint starts to add to our stress. Yeah. You know, that kind of sense of quickly go have a shower before dinner's just about ready or look, we've got five minutes till bedtime and we still haven't brushed our teeth and we haven't read a book and we haven't prayed. I know it seems obvious, but actually giving more time just allows for less stress. And if things do go off a bit off track or if someone gets distracted, i.e. the youngest in our family, <laughs> we're still maintaining that, uh, maintaining that sense of peace as we're not feeling that time pressure. Yeah. 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 And preparation. This often takes discipline and it's hard work at times. But at the end, the results far away the hard work that you put into it. Mm. So simple examples of preparation in our week are lunches are made, clothes are laid out, and school bags are packed the night before, and the girls often help with this preparation. We've established things like food prep on Sunday afternoons and housework days, and we've worked to minimise clutter in our house, and most of our belongings have a place, and it's all those little things that work together to bring peace in our home. I love that that you are so organised with your food prep, actually. That's something I've really always admired about you. When you've mentioned that, I'm like, oh, I should get better at that. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I think preparation definitely helps with peace. And and also a home that's organised with places for things, you know, like you say, you know, you can at least then talk to your girls or talk to your kids about, okay, go and put that away, and they know where it goes. There's There's no ambiguity in any of that, so it just helps with the whole peace in the home cleanliness cleanliness and organisation something I've had to learn because Genevieve's way more like that than I am well we have children that are more organised than others too it's funny that as do we I mean if they could all come out the same right right. (laughs) so much easier so good yeah so what are the peace busters in your home and how do you guys handle them so yeah we found that stress is the major peace buster for us yep. and even for our girls. Mm. We have learned to acknowledge these times because as much as we try, 
these days do come. Yep. We like to be open with each other when we're feeling like this. If appropriate, we may explain to the girls that it's been a tough day and we may often have less patience. Mm. And same with the girls. If they express they've had a bad day or we have a sense that they are not a so good day. A bit cranky. <laughs> yes, we take this into consideration as well. So it may mean that we need some extra family cuddle time or we lower our expectations slightly for that task. Mm. Yeah. Another piece buster is carrying too much mental load or it can also be known as cognitive load. So mental load is organising, planning and list making. All of those things that go into running a household with children, it's the me and different invisible tasks that women are often responsible for in relationships. So with both of us working full time, we had to re-establish this mental load and how it was going to be shared among us. And the process involved capacity growth for both of us. We'd always worked well as a team in the past but before, but with my change in workload, we just needed to share the mental load at home a little bit more evenly. Yeah. Which was different, obviously, when I was a stay-at-home mum. An example of this is at the beginning, Brant took over the cooking of dinner. Ooh, um, so he, I like that. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, he would ask, what do you want me to cook for dinner? <laughs> and it wasn't actually the task of cooking itself. It was the mental preparation or the mental load it actually took to decide what we were going to have and make sure we had all the right ingredients. Was it going to be healthy or was it something that everyone's going to eat? So we worked out to distribute the mental load of running our house. Brant took on every aspect of food related. So he now plans our weekly meals. He shops the but- at the butcher. He goes to the market for our fruit and veg and to the supermarkets and he prepares each of our meals and does all the school lunches. Mm-hmm. He's our head chef. <laughs> wow. High five. Wow. <laughs> and I'm really good at it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Wow. And it. modest also. I <laughs> Gosh, I love that because um, in the last parenting, not parenting, in the last marriage grit that Pastor yes, Jason yes. did, Pastor and mentioned this this mental domestic load that you know usually one person and usually the woman does carry. Mm. So yeah, to actually take a thread of that, take ownership of it, and excel like that—that's that's brilliant. Well done. Yeah. It's very good. I know for us also, you know, similar kind of experience. And I know that there was a long period of time there where I did all the grocery shopping for a number of years for various reasons to take the load off Genevieve. One of our children may or may not have been great at the shops. (laughs) And it's interesting there that you'll find that it will probably morph and change as as life goes on and the kids get older and stuff because I know that the way we go about it now is different than the way we went about it when our kids were younger. Yeah, and yeah, so, But it's a great point that sharing the load is, is really key. Yeah, and it depends on the season that you're in and yeah. different um, workloads and stresses totally. as well. So it's always progressing, isn't it? Yeah, yes. totally. So good. That's great. Beautiful. <laughs> Such a good point. So, guys, we have just listened to some really excellent wisdom from you guys. I love what you've said about routines and expectation, organisation and preparation. Those are really gold points for any family to take a hold of. But what are your two takeaways that you'd love people to just really grab a hold of after listening to this episode today? Well, one of the points is that we're not alone in this or we don't do it in our own strength. We can rely on God to help Mm. us find peace, which helps us in turn bring peace to the household and to our family. Yeah, and it takes a lot of little strategies that work together to build peace. So those routines, clear expectations, preparation and organisation 
are all important in enabling peace in our homes. Well, thanks, guys, for joining us on Parenting Grid. You guys are amazing, and thank you for coming in and sharing your wisdom and your experience and your journey. Thanks so much for having us. Awesome. Thank, yeah, thanks for having us. Thanks so much for listening. And don't forget to join us on the Parenting Grid Facebook page where we put up links for each episode that you can share with your friends. And there's a new resources section under the notes tab as well. We'll be back in two weeks.